Welcome to South Shore Piano, the official podcast of the South Shore Piano School. I'm your host, Jonathan Roberts, and on this podcast, we talk with students, parents, teachers, and other leaders to find out exactly how music education and the arts are changing lives every day. My guest today is Hannah Benjamin. Hannah is 11 years old from Duxbury and has been taking piano lessons for, I believe, six years. Super awesome student, thoroughly immersed in our virtual universe in every way of the past 15 months, and just so excited to have her on the podcast. Thank you for being on the podcast today, Hannah. Pleasure to be here. (laughs) So, Hannah, I like to start some of these episodes with a really silly question that has absolutely nothing to do with music. Are you ready? Yes. If you had to choose between invisibility or the ability to fly, which one would you pick and why? I think I would honestly pick invisible because in that way, like no one could see you. Like you could slip out of class. You could do anything really. And you could just hide like whenever you wanted to. And yeah, yeah, that's really why. That's cool. So the possibilities of invisibility are endless. Yes. Slightly more endless than flying. Although if you weren't, if you were invisible, you wouldn't be able to fly. So I suppose the possibilities (laughs) technically wouldn't be endless, but cool. Thank you for playing. Now let's talk about the music stuff. Hannah, take me back as far as you can remember to the beginning of your piano lesson experience. What are some of your earliest memories getting started with piano? I remember my first song like that I really I loved and it was actually it was my first um, performance in front of people I did the song it was um it was on it's just on the black keys and it was called um like the shepherds and the little lamb and like I just played it like all along and I loved this song because it would just repeat itself like over and over and I would play it all the time. But um, yeah, that was probably one of my first earliest memories that I really loved. <laughs> and that was, so was that the first piece you learned and the first piece that you performed in public? Yeah, I believe it was actually the second piece I learned, but um, but it was the first piece I really did perform in public. Yes. Now, what was that like performing your very first time in public? So you would have been five years. Was it five years old at the time? Yes. Yeah. Um, at first it was really nerve wracking, but, um, once I finished doing it, I really loved like doing it. And I honestly really wanted to hop back on there and do it again. Like it really, at first, yeah, it was just really, at first it was freaking me out like before, but then after I did it, I felt like, really happy and I totally wanted to do it again <laughs> so was it what was it just after that first one that that sort of lit the fire yeah. of like wow this yeah, is awesome that really yeah that really lit the fire for me yes now it's, what's it been like you know if you get if you sort of fast forward from then to now what's your journey been like has it been like a totally upward slope or have there been the little challenges along the way Oh yeah, totally challenges. <laughs> um, like at first, like there's been like every once in a while I get a hard piece and it takes me like two weeks to master it. But um, but I do like it because I like challenges because I feel like there's something new that I'm learning whenever I do a challenge. I do like easy pieces too. Like 
my teacher, she would always say to me, like, you can always tell, like, when you love a song because I, like, nailed the song in a week. And then there's other songs where I'm like, no, nah, it take a little bit longer. But I do love a lot of songs. Yes, it's very true. That's cool. Well, if you're if your big challenge is just take two weeks instead of one, that's <laughs> that's still a really <laughs> nice place to be. What are yeah. some of your other sort of precious prized memories of this piano journey? So obviously that first performance really sticks out. Are there any other yeah. special moments along the way, sort of thresholds <laughs> yeah. of accomplishment? I remember when I was actually seven, it was like my second year of doing piano. Um, one day my teacher, she was getting some papers, so she left the room. And I just started fiddling around. It was around Christmas time. I started fiddling around with the keys and she came back in and she's like, what are you playing? And I'm like, just like nothing. And she just, I just played it again for her and she just wrote it down. And I called it Santa's coming because it was around Christmas and she really liked it. And she told me I should play it in the next recital. So I did. And this time actually I did it and I loved it at first. I really, I did. I loved it very, very dearly. But then next I actually, I practiced doing a song and I think it was called like the mouse waltz and I did a duet with my mom which was oh. really fun it was special because of my first time doing a duet I remember I was very freaked out because I was wondering if I was gonna get like all the right timing right and stuff but once I did I yeah I just loved it I love doing duets and I love making up pieces I have quite a few actually actually recently I made up a piece actually that I played in the two a recital which is very fun. yes what was the name of that piece it was called the circus yeah that was like the main piece i've fiddled with and stuff and just wrote it all down so <laughs> cool so you wrote it down in actual like music notation yes i did i found some music yeah notation i found like a special pad of paper that just had like all of like the, the, the lines of it and stuff where you put the music on I just started writing it all down. And Make before it, I knew, I had a song. <laughs> so cool. Making up tunes can be one of the most fun parts of playing an instrument. And yeah. what's interesting, what, what grade are you in right now? I am in fifth grade. Or I guess you're finishing fifth grade. So yeah. usually, you know, a, a lot of times as students get older, that sort of freedom to just kind of mess around and come up with stuff, it's people are a little more mm -hmm. like self-conscious or they, you know, feel like they're not allowed to. But that's not the case with you. So I would love to explore yeah. a little bit more of your creative process. So like if you're sitting down and you're like, I'm going to make up a tune today. What do you do? What happens in the mind oh. of Hannah Benjamin? First, I really, I just kind of think for a minute and I'll like, I'll do my, all my, I'll practice all of my songs and then, and the, and then I'll sit there and I'm like, I really want to play, but I play these songs so many times. So I just want to try something different. And then I'll just start like playing around with the keys and my mom's like, what are you playing? And I'm like, ah, uh, just some like, just like some little notes and then I'll just start and then later that night I'll just start writing it down um one of my actually one of my, one of my most favorite pieces it's not totally finished yet but when well, I like actually last year I did when I did like I sung in like a school play it was around Christmas time I sung a song and then and then I came back and I looked up like the lyrics it was by um oh I forget who it was by but it was just it was very fun and I loved it because it was just like, it would just be like 
um, Christmas, Christmas, come in this way. And it was just be like that. And then I just started like fiddling around with my own notes, which was like at my own level. And I just wrote it all down and still, um, my grandpa, I love that song. So I actually named it after my grandfather, but it's still on the runway, but it's definitely, it's like halfway finished, I would say by now. So yeah, I love doing songs. Definitely. That's cool. And I also love that expression you use. Did you say it's still on the runway? Yeah. It really is. Did you make up that expression? I did. Yeah. <laughs> That's it's awesome. I am going to use that. I never would have thought that. Okay. I'm going to make a point to use that this week. Very cool. Still on the runway. That could be the name of a tune as well. It's still, yeah. I on actually, the runway. I think about it. I might actually have a good song for that actually now. You got my brain thinking. <laughs> yeah, totally. So you mentioned about challenges where when you have a challenge, it might take two weeks instead of one week or whatever. It's when, true. Yeah. Which I mean, a lot of a lot of us when we have challenges, it's more like a couple months. <laughs> so, so I am laughing when you say two weeks. So when you tackle challenges in a new piece, like say there's a new, you know, a new concept that you're learning, or if there's something that doesn't come quite easily as easily to your fingers, how do you handle that so that you don't just sort of throw your hands up and say, I'm gonna do this next week or something? Well, first I really just take it a line at a time. Like I actually, I recently did a song where it was easier because it just kept repeating the same line like over and over and over. But it was really fun because I just had to literally learn one line and just keep doing it. But what I really like about challenges is that, so I first just take it, it really depends on like how long the song is. Like if it's like four pages long, I'll just take it like a page at a time. Like maybe at like the beginning, we'll only have like two lines of music and I'll just play that and I'll get like the hang and just keep repeating and repeating and repeating. And then halfway through the week and I will start on the next, second page. I'll just keep doing it, repeating, repeating, and repeating. And I may be like halfway through the song and I have my piano lesson. And I just say to my teacher, I think I'm like halfway done with like working this song out. And so, and she'll just say, okay, we'll do it next week. And then I'll just repeat the same thing that I did over again. And I'll just take it slowly. And then once I like the end of the week, I'll just play the whole thing out and it'll just sound perfect. <laughs> Perfect. That's how I get over a challenge. <laughs> love it. I love what you said about breaking it down and doing the pieces again and again yeah. and again. I'd love to talk a little more about that because what happens <laughs> with a lot of people, whether it's kids or adults, it probably happens with you too, to an extent. Repeating <laughs> something again and again is not usually the most fun thing in the world to do in, no. <laughs> in, in the moment. But those are the things that we need to push through to get better. That's really the fastest way to learn a piece of music the way you're describing, taking it in bits. And if you really commit to that process and do like four measures a day, you can get a lot of music learned because as you know, it builds up over time. If you do, you know, if you do four measures a day in a week, you have 28 measures of music and that could be like yeah. half of a piece or whatever. How do you feel like you've, you've pushed through the sort of monotony of that without getting bored or without just the thought of it sort of turning you off to practicing? I just keep thinking, okay, you just have to get through this one session and then you'll keep moving on to something new. <laughs> like you just have to get through the song. Like if I, if I like love the song, like it's not a problem, but if I like, I'm not super crazy at it. I'll just be like, okay, you just gotta get through. Just think of another new song. If you get through this one, <laughs> that just like keeps me going. 
But, oh, that's yeah. cool. So you start your practice session sort of with the end in mind kind of a thing. Yeah. Like if I can just get through this yeah. 10 minutes of repetition, then everything's going to be okay. And we'll get to the next level of awesome. <laughs> we'll get to something new. <laughs> totally. I love that yeah. thought process. Thank you for sharing that. Now, we have been, hopefully with the lights at the end of the tunnel, but we've been in virtual land for about the past 15 months or so, which is yeah. hard to believe. Tell me what... COVID, what music has meant to you during the pandemic? So the switch over to virtual and doing lessons online and doing recitals online and the rest of the world being closed for a few months. What what did music mean to you during all of that time? I remember like when I first started, like when like the giant news came on, like lockdown, lockdown, like I didn't realize like what was going on. And my mom like came home from the store and she's like, you're not going to leave the house for like two weeks. And I'm like, what? He's like, I always, like, I literally come back to my house to sleep. And like, I'm outside the whole day, (laughs) but it's just, I literally, I'm always out doing something, but I'm like, I honestly couldn't imagine what my world would be like. Um, at, I kind of my dog she was kind of like our pandemic puppy and she would just come up and like the thing that really just kept me going I would say was definitely music and just going outside like in my backyard but I I love music a lot I would just always like sing and something I'll just hum a little tune and like sometimes maybe like it's the end of the tunnel <laughs> like it's going I'll just make I also like love to make up songs like when I sing and I'll just ask, I was just—I was like, "It's the end of the tunnel. It's coming soon." And I just keep like singing. I just sing that to like myself every day. And I just like, I was just singing to my dog. And I love it when I ever play. My dog will like literally always be like right under my piano. <laughs> like she'll be always right there. <laughs> but I don't mind it because I still have music, and it's definitely hard with virtual land. But it's very fun, and I honestly like it because I feel like. Sometimes I feel like I can learn better on virtual, but sometimes I feel like I totally need help and I'm totally going to freak out on the virtual, <laughs> but otherwise, like, it's very fun. I like, I like, I definitely do music and that the pandemic has definitely not stopped me at liking it. <laughs> so Yeah. yeah. Very cool. Yeah, you've been a total powerhouse with this pandemic learning thing. You said sometimes the the online lessons are actually a little bit better. What I'm wondering if you could speak to that a little bit more. Like what what is it about the online experience that sometimes you feel like can be even a little bit better than the face to face? Honestly, I feel like um like I like sometimes like my teacher will show like share screen and it will just like pop up and she'll like see it and stuff. And I like it because I can honestly kind of see it more close. It sounds really <laughs> weird, but I can. <laughs> um, and sometimes it's better because, um, like, I just see it more and I can, like, hear. And I also feel like I can, like, I can more, like, I can, like, it, like my lessons, I think, they're definitely what I like about it is they're longer on virtual than they are in like normal in person which I love because I love piano and I really never wanted to stop (laughs) but um like I'll just like I like it because like sometimes I'll just like keep playing and stuff and like even when I like she wasn't like like sometimes it's very hard because like she'll just come on like while I'm in the waiting room and I won't hear her because she's playing something and she'll hear it and it's just it's just very fun because sometimes like I'll be playing something 
and someone's watching and I don't even know it <laughs> and I'll turn around I'm like oh my god like one time I turned around I was like oh my god you're here <laughs> so it was just very funny because I was practicing a song that I was just like fiddling around with and she just heard it and I just and she just made me write it all down so like if you go into my notebook there's probably like five songs in there <laughs> that are like all written down that's awesome. One of my mm-hmm. dreams, it's probably a little too late for it now, but I always thought it was <laughs> I always thought it would be funny to have a little pandemic blooper reel for all these little funny things that happens whether it's like same thing happened to me has happened to me too. Where it, I think I think the current record is about 10 minutes where I was on and they didn't notice I was there yet. <laughs> but one in, one interesting thing you said was that the lessons are longer, which is something that actually hadn't really occurred to me because you're right because you normally when you want a yeah. lesson, you have that like little bit of settling in time and unpacking, and then you have your yeah. packing up your stuff to leave. This kind of eliminates that. It's like you your lesson mm-hmm. starts right on time, and you just like go right into the into the lesson. Is that what you meant? Yeah, it's kind of like that. Yeah, but like sometimes, like I'll I'll be like I'll be like, oh my god, it's already five forty five. Like, and we over, and Miss Mark is like, oh no, you don't have to go. Like we can stay on for like another fifteen minutes, and I'll just like stay on until six, which is great because I'll have like an extra fifteen minutes of class, which I love because like she'll give me like two minutes to pack up and like thirteen minutes to play more, which I don't mind at all because like I just like it. It's fun. Very and cool. I like challenges, more challenges. Like she'll give me tons of challenges, and I'm like, bring it on, bring it on. I'm like, I love them. That's so cool. I think everybody should love challenges as much as you. You <laughs> you clearly have a love for music and this contagious energy. Just love it. Yeah. Now you're finishing fifth grade. We're gonna blink, and one day you're gonna turn into an adult and go off and <laughs> do amazing things, no doubt. How do you see music being a part of your life for the long haul when you're adult Hannah taking the world by storm? I feel like I feel like what I love about music is that it's always there. It's always like there. Like yeah. if I ever like if I ever like sad like night or something and I'll just have like a bad thought, I'll just like hum myself a little too and I'll go right back to sleep. Like I like it just calms me down and it makes me happy when I'm sad. I remember when my grandfather passed away, um, I was at the nursing home when it happened. And like five minutes later, I didn't even know it, but I was humming a little tune to myself. And I was just like saying, I was just saying, I was like, this will pass. And I just like hung, like, I just hummed a little tune. And like, before I know it, I was still a little sad, but I felt much better than I did like five minutes before. That's like, really like how strong I feel like music really is. Absolutely. Yeah. That's a really powerful story. So you see it being your ever-present companion in good times and bad for the long term. Yeah. Definitely. Cool. I feel like it's it's always going to be a big part of my life forever. <laughs> I love it. Hannah, you are so full of enthusiasm and energy that I hope our listeners today can feed off of, whether they're in music or not, as they're listening to your story, your journey in music. Thank you so much for being on the podcast today. <laughs> I was a pleasure to be here. I love every moment. <laughs> Awesome. And thank you so much to our listeners out there. Again, this is South Shore Piano, the official podcast of the South Shore Piano School. I'm your host, Jonathan Roberts. And on this podcast, we talk with students, parents, teachers, and other leaders in the arts to find out exactly how music education is changing lives every day. 
If you enjoyed this episode, do hit the subscribe button on the podcasting app of your choice. Or if you're checking out the YouTube channel, hit the subscribe button and the notification bell so that you're among the first to find out about new episodes when they're released. We publish new episodes every Monday and Friday. Thank you so much, and we'll look forward to seeing you next time.